hear me okay i guess you can because you all said hi hi sweet <laughs> so how are you guys doing today good. you guys are like my core group of live people <laughs> there's a couple more but like the people who show up to the things live and do the office hours <laughs> i just want to say that i appreciate that and if you didn't want to do that that would be fine too but I do appreciate you coming. It gives me somebody to talk to. And today, I'm going to not quite get started yet, but today we're going to be talking about ways to refill your energy because it's really the thing that I found is that most people say the number one thing they want is more time, even above more money or more of any of the other things. And I think that time and money are really directly related, but also quality of life and being able to, you know, really enjoy this business that you're building and creating and it be something that fuels you as opposed to making you feel drained all the time. So I thought that, that would be a really good topic for us to talk about today. Does anybody have, actually, Natalie, I just remembered you had put something in Slack and I forgot to go back and put that in my notes. So let's see. Hmm. What was it that you said? No, I'm not finding it. So I'm going to keep looking, but I'm going to ask a question. How do I want to say it? What's the number one thing that you feel like keeps you from having the time that you want? That's kind of where I want to start with this. If anybody wants to just pop in and start talking, let me know. So what prevents us from, why do you feel like if I said, Hey, Rachel, tomorrow, I just want you to do whatever you want to do. What like thoughts come up that tends to be a very anxiety inducing statement. You know what I mean? uh that tomorrow if tomorrow I got to do whatever I wanted to do and all the things that usually prevent me from doing it are gone <laughs> well they're not gone they're still there oh. it's still life oh yeah I have the kids Ooh. weren't sick every week so my life know, is right? a lot different right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm so with you there I'm yeah. so over it <laughs> um Look, knock on wood. It's been a few minutes since my kids have been sick, but when they do get sick, it's like, here's one thing, and then here's another thing, and then here's another thing, and they just like fall on top of each other. Yeah. Okay, let me ask a different question. <laughs> if the things that you needed to do were gone, what would you do? 
That's a more fun question. So if the kids were healthy and in school, I would be in the studio. <laughs> mm -hmm. Same for me. I'm really struggling to get the painting hours in. My girl's teething really bad. It's just super needy. And the house is always destroyed and I can't catch up on laundry or anything else. So I'm just not getting the painting hours in. Yeah. You want to know how I solved that problem? Oh. My house is just destroyed and I just live with it. <laughs> that's usually my solution but <laughs> I mean and then and then I go a little bit crazy and spend a whole work day like cleaning my office like I did yesterday <laughs> doesn't it look nice though wow nice. look at that view that's beautiful I love that view <sighs> all right well it is 10.06, so let's just go ahead and get started. Um, so the theme for this, like I said, is energy, but I've kind of come up with this little phrase recently that we're going to use more often. I'm gonna base this workshop off of it, and it is energy in, inspiration out. Because, both of you just told me, I want more painting time, right? I want that. It's almost like art is addictive almost. It's that feeling of being present and being able to escape all the things around you. And you just get into this tactileness where it's almost like you, it's meditative almost. And this is my perception of art. Maybe you guys feel differently about this. But I think that that is what is so desirable about creating art and being an artist. And so if we don't have energy, if we're not fully, full, full, fueling, filling, I don't know what word I'm trying to say, fueling ourselves, how are we supposed to be able to get this inspiration? That's when it comes, right? when we're not feeling like, ah, my kids are sick, ah, all these things are happening and the house is a disaster and I haven't done my laundry. It's really impossible to get inspiration from that place. Does anyone disagree? Can you be inspired in that place? I mean, how cool would it be if you could, right? But it's almost like that's, that's your reward. You get to have the inspiration when you prioritize you and your needs. And I'm also want to be clear that that doesn't have to take the whole day. It does, it can be something that you just say, you know what, I'm going to block off several hours for me to do this thing that I want to do. But it can also be like these little micro moments. So we're going to get into some really practical applications kind of towards the end. And honestly, I've scheduled an hour and a half for this workshop. I don't think it's going to take an hour and a half, but I just want to have lots of spaciousness for it. So we are fueled by this inspiration, by having more energy and by doing the things that we want to do. But we always, I guess I shouldn't say always, 90% of the time, put it last on the to-do list, right? Why do you... I, 
this is a question I do want to answer. And I'll, I'll share my answer too, if you guys want to hear it. But Natalie, tell me, why do you put yourself last on your to-do list? And I'm gonna get a candle while you're talking. Mine went out. Um, I think it's fear-based in my, in my um, case. I don't know if it's like that for everyone else, but I am afraid that if I don't do the marketing thing, if I don't keep up with my accountancy stuff, that I will be poor and lose my house. And so, yeah. All the things that we talked about in the last office hours we had. It's a fear thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me sad to think about it like that. Well, yes, of course it does. And just by you naming it, it takes away a little bit of that power, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not prioritizing myself because I'm afraid mm-hmm. of not having any money, losing my house, losing my friends, all, the, all of those things. Yeah. But when it lives in here, and I think I've said this to you already, but when it lives in here, it kind of takes over and it, it like clouds all the judgment and there's no way Mm -hmm. out of it but when you speak it you say this is what's actually happening takes away a lot of that power so true yeah alexandra what do you think why do you put yourself last i think i feel like i need to in order to be a good wife and mom like I'm, I'm not a perfect housewife or mom by any means but I feel like I need to at least attempt to have supper on the table and laundry all done and the house at least decent looking yeah. <laughs> um and all that just takes up so much time that it's hard So like even just to get outside, to go for a walk, to spend some me time, to get inspired. It's like, how can I justify going for a walk or going for a ride when the house is destroyed and I haven't done any painting and I haven't done any marketing this week? Like it's just all the things are, yeah, I'm having a really hard time managing things right now. Thank you for being honest about that. I appreciate that. I do want to talk about all those things that you just said, and we are going to, as we go through the things that I've outlined, because that is not an original story. No. That is so, like, I could probably go through all of my followers on Instagram or on my email list or whatever ask them the same question and I'd get a very similar answer. Maybe minus the writing. I almost took a picture for you this morning because um, we have have nine acres fenced in and people own all the things around our fence, obviously. And there's this one pasture where every once in a while people will bring their horses and leave them there for a couple of weeks. And there was four of them. That's nice. Like, oh, I love, I love it when the horses are there. 
I would love to see some photos. That'd be awesome. I will. Rachel, do you want to talk? Are you um, needing to leave your camera off and just kind of? I can talk. I'm beating. <laughs> it's okay. What do you um, think? Why? Why do you tend? To, and maybe you don't. Maybe I'm just completely assuming. But tell me that if that's the case too. Why do you feel like you put yourself last? Um. I've worked hard on this one, actually. I don't put myself as last as I used to. Not dead last. No, I let a lot of the house stuff go. And that took a lot of a long time. Um, and I've hired out help. Like I have a cleaning person come every week now. because I'm like, I'm done with that. Um, and no, it's not cheap, but I just I'm like, I need that time for me and for my work. Um, I mean, I still get caught up doing stuff around the house when I should be working, but um, I don't do it as much anymore. I let the dishes sit there. I let the stuff be everywhere, the laundry pile up. And it's stressful. I don't like the noise of that stuff, but I also don't ever get into my studio if I'm constantly doing all this stuff around the house. Right. And I need to take advantage of the time that my kids are in daycare and school and be working. So that's what my partner's doing. Like I, I should be down and working too. And then we divvy up stuff on the weekends and one at night. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there are times when my husband goes to work and comes home and he's like, you didn't clean the kitchen? I'm like, no, I was working. What were you doing all day? I was at work. Well, so was I. And it's this, it's kind of a struggle to be perfectly honest because he can't see what I'm doing all day. And so to him, it's just, you're at home. You should be able to do laundry while you're working and pick up the dishes while you're working. And why can't you do that? And it's really hard for me because Part of me does want to do those things. Like I want to have a nice house. I want my things to be beautiful and clean. <laughs> but I also know like this is my job. This is how I bring in money to support our household. And if I didn't bring in the money, be like, why aren't you working? Because I'm doing the laundry and I'm cleaning the dishes. Like, you know, it's just this, it's a balancing act, but I've just had to tell him over and over, like, I'm working, I'm working. And that means that I also have to believe it. Like, I have to know that what I'm doing is important, not only for money, but for like my sanity. Like I, this business is something that brings me joy and fulfillment and yes sometimes it feels like work but most of like the majority of the time just like your art it's something that fuels me right and maybe your marketing does and maybe it doesn't but I want to get to the point where both things are beneficial to you and we have our own time to do things to fill our cup, to be inspired, to have a better life. Let's see. So the point of having more time, right, is to have a more fulfilling life. 
we, and this is not a original concept, but you don't want to get to the end of your life and go, what did I do besides dishes? No, that's, it's almost disrespectful to your life, in my opinion. Like you owe yourself and your existence more that you get to do those things that fill you up, that um, impact the world in positive ways. Art is one of those things. I believe that with all my heart. And we can't not, we just can't. So the other thing is it's not just a fulfilling life, but if you break that down a little bit more, it's more like time for things you want to do, not feel like you need to do. And so one way that we can do that is we can reframe what we need to do. Or, or we can reframe it as it is a need to put ourselves first. So if you don't, let's see what's going to happen. You'll be unhappy, unfulfilled, reach burnout over and over and over and have a hard time climbing out of it. You're going to forget what you did that day. You guys experienced that, that brain fog of, oh, I just, I need to do all these things. So I'm just going to do them. And at the end of the day, you don't even know what you did because nothing was worth remembering. So uh, along the same lines, you never get to be present. Play with your babies. And those exciting ideas stop coming. That's like the one that hits home the hardest for me. Like I can live with unhappy, but exciting ideas stop coming. No, anything but that. No, no, no. So it's not worth the cost. So that means it is now a need. It's not a want, it's a need. Do you believe me when I say that? I find I rationally, I believe you and I know you're right. Absolutely. But when it comes to keeping the ideas coming, I need to, my ideas only come when I have overflow, you know, when my cup's full and I have too much. And to, in, a, in order to have overflow, I need to, I need to do things that do, don't feel like work, you know, going for a walk and, and those things don't feel necessary they don't feel necessary no because but if you think about it the way that like, i just said it yes i do i rationally but the feeling is i'm wasting my time i should be working or cleaning the house yeah. or whatever so there's working and there's the thing i need to be to continue to be able to work you know and Exactly. Yeah. It becomes the thing that allows you to work, let's say it works successfully. Yes. Because you can work unsuccessfully all day long. That's real easy to do. Mm -hmm. I have found, and I have to retell myself constantly all the time, but I know it, I've experienced it so much that I can get back to that 
Jessica, you're just doing things you need to do and nothing you want to do. And that's why things aren't working right now. When I get to that place and I notice it, I can talk myself into, you know what, that's because you're leaving out the part of the work that makes all the things work. Mm -hmm. So when you can classify, let's call it self-care for a minute. And I don't know if that's quite the right word, but mm -hmm. when you can classify self-care as work and start realizing it won't work unless I have all the pieces, I have to make the art. I have to build the relationships. I have to market myself. And I have to have the energy and the inspiration to do all of those things. It is a piece. I just want to talk about three things, but for my clients, it's really four. These. For me. That's why that for me got put on there because it, well, let's get to that in a minute. So it doesn't have to take hours. Let's talk about a couple of different ways that we can fill up our energy. I think of energy, this, this is an idea that um, I believe it came from someone called Natalie Miller. I might be wrong on that. But when I heard it, it just really stuck with me. And she talked about thinking about energy as a, you have a savings account and you have a, like a daily banking account. So like your spending account, what is that called? Checking. Yeah. Checking and you got a savings and your day is your checking account. And then you have your savings account. Let's say you go on vacation or the end of the year comes and you have Christmas and you're like, I'm taking two weeks off and I'm making cookies and I'm going to wrap presents and I'm going to do all the fa -la, la 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 things. That gives you extra energy that goes into that savings account. And then as your day to day goes, when you don't fill yourself up, you start draining that savings account because you've got to make a transfer from that saving to your checking. Because you don't, your checking's at zero. So you start draining that savings account. And then you get to the point where you're broke. You've got no energy, nowhere. And that's when burnout happens. So what we want to do is make it a daily habit of filling up our checking account. So that our savings account, if and when it gets deposits in it, can be that overflow. Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about because you said the same thing. But what uh, fill your cup so you can give from the overflow, I think is the same. Because mm -hmm. the overflow is the inspiration. That's where your energy is full. Okay, now I can be this beautiful, radiant, creative being who's giving her best to the world. And that affects your relationships. That affects how good of a mom you get to be. That affects how good of a wife you get to be. If you are drained and stressed and overwhelmed, you're kind of stinking it up. 
And I'm saying that to encourage you to take care of yourself. So let's see. One, let's let's go with some energetic refills, some ways to make deposits. So we can reset our environment. There's lots of ways we can do that. Rachel hired a cleaning person. She gets a reset once a week. And when she walks into that place, it feels good, right? Ah. And you didn't have to do anything except for pay for it. But that gave you gives you a little bit of that. And the, it, the environment thing, it's almost like a little bit longer lasting effect until you get used to it and then you stop seeing it and it doesn't quite give you that juju anymore. But you can clean, that's one way. And I, and I say that, this is feeling very contradictory, right? But when you're in the mood to clean, like I just need the space to feel good. That's when it's a good thing, when it's gonna help you fill up that energy instead of I have to do this before I can do that so I don't feel guilty about this. It's a completely different place you're coming from. Um, you can redecorate. And I don't mean you have to like go out and hire a decorator. Sure, great. If you want to do that, great. But like I just made in the little corner over here, I just, I have a bunch of rocks and I just kind of rearranged and put out new ones and put up the old ones and just made like a new little thing to look at that makes me happy. That's an easy, quick thing you can do. Before I got on this call, I was looking at my desk going, ew. And so I took everything off I didn't need and I dusted. Huh. Okay, that feels good. Um, you can reorganize. It could be as simple as this desk drawer. It gives me anxiety every time I open it. I could take 20 minutes and reorganize my desk drawer. And every time I opened it, I would go, ah, that feels good. Uh, it could be like a project for your space, even like a creative project. That's kind of been my thing recently is I want to do more creative projects. I don't even have to be that creative. Like I have these two old rocking chairs out on my back patio that I've been sanding and slowly painting. This has been like a two month project. <laughs> it should have been like an afternoon, but whatever. That's how it's working. And every time I sit in it, I'm like, yeah, I did this. It didn't have to be a big thing, but it feels good. And it feels like I made my space better. You can also think about all five senses, right? That's why I'm so obsessed with these candles. I have, and I just switched to autumn yesterday, but I have these candles. Every time I'm working, I get to light a candle. It's like my nice little boost. None of those things that I just mentioned they could take all day. You could say, I'm going to clean my house top to bottom. And then this weekend, I'm going to spring clean it. And you could spend a whole week doing it. But you could also dust your desk. Yeah. Right. So you could think about any of these things that we're doing in little increments, little tiny bursts, or like a, a reset, a big thing. Um, movement. I forget who said it, but somebody mentioned movement. Natalie was talking about walking. That's a big one for me. When I, and I, I don't do it all the time, truly. When I am like launching a program, 
or doing something that requires a lot of energy for me, I take breaks throughout the day to go on like a half a mile walk. 10, 15, 20 minutes, go around, sit back down and work. Every time I do that, it's like this light bulb goes off and it's like, oh, here's a new idea for you. Oh, okay. And then I can come back and work, quickly execute that idea that was inspired and exciting to do. That's how I like to market. I like to look for the inspiration, just like the art. And doing these things helps me get that. Uh, you can do your favorite exercise. So I am currently into strength training. It gives me a lot of confidence and like, oh, I can do hard things. So that's what I'm loving right now. And at another time in my life, it might be yoga or it might be dance or it might be. Those are pretty much the only ones I've ever really liked. So we'll stop there. But you probably have some version of exercise that you enjoy. And we're not talking about calories or anything like that here. We're talking about being better human beings. Movement makes us feel good. It makes us healthier. It gives us things that we need, right? It's very hard to live a life that is one-dimensional, meaning I want to have an art business and so I am going to make it work. And that is going to be my main focus. There's also family. There's also you. There's also spiritual practices. There's also, you know, your health. There's all these different things that need attention. Is it easy to pay attention to all of them? No. But if we can even think about just one at a time. What's the thing I want to do this week that's going to help me feel better? Which is why I keep getting ahead of myself, but that's fine. In the plan your week, I say, what is your daily energetic practice going to be? So you don't have to think about it. You can name one. right here beside this week's energetic refill practice you can name one pick it stick with it all week change it next week if you want keep going with it it doesn't matter and i've got some examples in here too um, so when i say spiritual practices that means different things for different people some people that's going to church some people that's praying for me, it's more about like journaling or meditating or even taking a walk or um, lighting a candle and just like being present. Like any of those things, whatever is your version of spiritual practice, that can be a really great one. Nourishment. I need to eat something healthy. I'm going to go to the farmer's market this week and buy some radishes so I have an easy snack. Um, it could be, I want to make a meal that is going to feel nourishing because it's getting cold outside. And so when I make dinner today, I'm going to have a little fun with it and I'm going to make a stew and I'm going to 
grab one of those onions that I was curing. Lexi, I love that post. Oh, I was like, eh, people cure onions. Um, and I'm going to put that in the soup and I'm going to feel really good about that because I grew it and I'm going to put it in there and make dinner for my family. It could be, I need a glass of water. We, we really underestimate how much water is good for us and makes us feel better when we have enough of it. Speaking of which. Could be vitamins, could be a smoothie, could be a coffee, nourishment, whatever that means. Stimulate your mind. Maybe not everyone will love this one, but I do. It might mean listening to a podcast, reading a chapter, um, going on your favorite guru's social media account and seeing what they have to say, like stimulating your mind with things that help fuel that inspiration and or help give you a better life and or you just enjoy all of those things. And then in here, I've got a couple. Ground yourself. Does anybody do that? Have we talked about all these? No? Okay. I know I did at some point, but I don't know who and when and where and why. <laughs> um, I like to go outside and take my shoes off. That's kind of an important part of it. When you take your shoes off, there's like all the science about how having your feet touching the earth is good for you. And I can't quote any of it, but I can tell you that it works. I can do that. So one of my favorite things to do is just to go stand outside barefoot. But another way that I do that sometimes is I close my eyes and imagine myself being a tree. And I let my feet grow roots into the ground and go down into the earth and pull up all that goodness and bring it back to me. Another version of that is standing in the sun and feeling it on your face. Like so easy, so quick, feels so good. And then I have dance. And then dance bigger and try not to care what people think. Like set a timer for five minutes and look like a crazy lunatic dancing around your house. Going to give you this like, I feel crazy and I love it. And like your smile just happens. So you're just thinking about it. Like my face lights up. Um, exercising. We talked about that. Uh, proving to yourself that you can do something, really great way to do that. Uh, your money affirmation meditation, the thing that you guys, I think, have all created. Mine is, I am the empress of my domain. My life is full of nature and magic and choices and space, and I inspire others to have the same. It changes. I cross it off and I rewrite it. Uh, I feel like adding these words in right now. I want to feel these things right now. So just taking a few minutes to say that over and over to yourself can feel really good. Um, scheduling the first hour of your day to do whatever you feel like. 
that's a favorite. It gives you that sense of, I can do whatever I want. I have a whole hour. What do I want to do? And a lot of times at that point, you're like, well, I don't even know. I mean, there's, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? It's like, um, I only know how to do the things I need to do. What do I do if I want to do something? But it's a good practice for you. Uh, I like to sometimes dress up. I don't like to get fancy. That's not what I mean by dress up. But what I do mean is I want to feel, maybe that day I want to feel very creative. So I might do something funky with my hair and wear uh, bright colors and have some flowy stuff. Or I might want to feel grounded and safe. I might wear like a brown jumpsuit and just like have some kind of yogi jewelry, like dressing the part of how you want to feel or someone that you admire. Like maybe you really love, I'll make something up. Maybe you love Lady Gaga. And she wears all this crazy shit. Sorry, crazy stuff. And uh, so you want just a little piece of that today. So you're going to wear a funky hat. And then you can take on that energy of that person that you love and why you love them. I also have read a chapter of a book in here. So I just listed a whole bunch that you can either add to that check. Mostly, mostly those are checking account kind of transactions, right? So let's talk about a little bit more practical how-to. If you use your planner, again, you do not have to, but I have it. It's very intentional. Like I have reworked it and reworked it and reworked it and reworked it because I know these are the things that are going to make the difference for you. And it helps give you those visual cues, those visual reminders. So every day, we talked about during the week, picking your energetic refill practice. And notice this is in box number one, which means it gets done first, not after the dishes, <laughs> not after the laundry, not after the emails you need to respond to, not after all the thing you woke up going, <gasps> I got to do that today. It comes after, it comes before that, sorry. All those have tos come after the first box. So picking one for every week and doing it first. It's a habit. It's a thing you have to learn to do. But as you implement that, you will find it gets easier. You start to see the benefits, you start to see the rewards, and it becomes more and more, I don't even wanna say worth it, but it shows you that it is a need instead of a want. Because guess what? Things work better those days. Now you can choose whatever that energetic refill is. It could be any of the things that I listed 
just now, or it could be your own thing. It doesn't have to be anything that I said. It could be going for a ride on a horse. But whatever that thing is, you do it first and you do it or some smaller version of it throughout the day when you need a boost. So I have this app, what is it called? Rise Sleep or something like that. It doesn't matter. But what it does is it shows you your energy throughout the day. And there's these ups and downs and dips. And when the dips come, I know I need to do something to give me a little boost of energy. Or it might be, I'm feeling stressed out. Or I'm looking at my, what I've written down that I want to do today. And it's long and I don't think I can do it. That's a great time to do an energetic refill. Because you need energy to output, right? It's simple science. If you don't have it, you're not going to give or you're going to be giving from zero or negative. That isn't going to help you get any of those things done. So that's your, your weekly slash daily habit that I really want you guys to implement. So I'm going to take a break of talking for a second. And I want to hear of all the things that I listed, which ones stood out to you the most? And what do you want to add to your, I think that could be morning, but your, your first part of the day where you're taking time to sit down and maybe work on art or business or any of that. What's the thing you want to do? What's your energetic refill going to be? I don't think you mentioned it, but I've been doing um, morning pages, kind of my version of morning pages. Um, I do it as in kind of a prayer journaling kind of method. Mm -hmm. So I'm writing out my prayer basically, but it's in a journal. Um, And then in that, I try to identify what my fears are and kind of like name the fear that I'm feeling that day, what's holding, what I think is going to hold me back and then try to work through that. And that's been really helpful, but it's really time consuming. Um, yes. And so like today I didn't do it because it's like, well, my girl's usually really good in the morning. So should I be using that time for something that I can't do when she's awake or needy? So, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I do that. Like when I do and I. I've gotten off the morning pages. I was on them and I love them and they make my day so much better. And not only my, how I feel, but the things that I'm able to accomplish, like Mm -hmm. just by writing out all of these things that I'm thinking about, I can go, these, this one's actually important. I could just forget about all those other ones. Like it's very helpful for creating energy slash organization slash inspiration like so many Mm -hmm. good things come of that and to write three pages takes me an hour and a half yeah yeah it's usually at least an hour for me to have coffee and do the morning pages Mm -hmm. and I think why I'm not doing it right now and this is this is why I'm not an advocate of the well, you need to meditate and you need to journal and you need to exercise and you need, and and, because as much as I 
am a firm, firm believer in giving back to yourself, that starts to stress me out. So I pick Mm -hmm. one that works for me. And right now it's that working out strength training. And that takes me an hour. So if I was trying to do that and my morning pages, I would just start to feel anxiety before I could accomplish all of those things. So I'm choosing one thing. And that doesn't mean I won't go back to morning pages. But what is the one thing you want to do? So a couple months ago, I was talking to one of our other group members. Her name's Christy. And she was telling me she was doing morning pages as hers. And she would do like a full, however many she wanted to do in the morning. But then throughout the day, whenever she needed that little boost, she said, I'm going to do like 20 minutes or one paragraph or something like that, where it's not quite where you're so deep diving into it but it still gives you a little piece of that that's a good idea I thought it was a great idea yeah so it's like those little boosts don't have to be the full version Mm -hmm. like they can be shorter but it's still going to be helpful for you to do them uh yes so I love that you brought that one thank you for I didn't I didn't write that one down so thank you for saying it Anybody else know what they want to do? I think I really want to clean up my studio. I've been putting it off and putting it off, but it frustrates me. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward to paint in a, a nice, clean environment. I'm going to tell you what works best for me and you can totally throw this out if you want. But I have found when I look at a bunch of clutter or dirt or whatever, it tends to just feel overwhelming. And I'm like, where do I even start? And then I start doing one surface and I get distracted because I have to go put something up over here. And like, I just feel like I'm jumping around. What's really worked for me this past year is my starting place is I take everything that is not where it's supposed to be and I put it in a big old pile on the floor (laughs) it's so good like it's totally therapeutic then you're like there's all the junk everything else looks great (laughs) and then you're like well uh here's all these art supplies and here's all this trash and here's all this stuff and you can like start to here's the art supply pile the trash pile the desk supplies pile and then that's really easy to do. It gets done. It sounds great. I'm going to do that tomorrow. You said. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I have like completely reorganized rooms in hours instead of days using that. It's so good. So you want to have a clean studio. How does that translate into a energetic daily refill practice for you? I have no idea. I have no idea either. Let's see. So it could be that maybe it you make it a I don't want to do that. That sounds not fun. Uh maybe that's just a what maybe that's like a savings account kind of thing and tomorrow is your day. Yeah. And you get that done. Yeah. So that's, that's 
something that's going to make you feel good all week, but you mm -hmm. only have to do it once. So then yeah. what is your daily thing going to be? I'm thinking the mornings are really difficult for me. Um, I get up and I need like an hour to activate my brain before it, I can think. 90 clearly. minutes of brain fog. Yes. And even if I slept enough, it's, it doesn't matter. So I was thinking, I wrote down all these things. Maybe I should move a little. Maybe yeah. that brain, the brain fog. I don't know. I, I haven't tried anything. I just waited out now, but I feel like I should be doing this and there's my to-do list and I, I'm not doing anything. So I, that, that doesn't make it better. <laughs> it's almost like an opportunity though. That app that I was telling you about, every, every day after you wake up, it puts on my calendar brain fog for 90 minutes. Like regardless of it calculates like my sleep and if I'm in sleep debt, kind of like the savings account. Um, and if it doesn't matter if I got enough sleep, if I didn't, like you were saying, like there's just brain fog there. So what can I do during that time for me? It could be even planning my day. It could be going for a walk, having my coffee and just planning on. Yeah. And not feeling guilty about the first 90 minutes of the day are just me warming up. Like it's like your computer. It has to warm up before you can use it. If it's old like mine. <laughs> I'm so hard on my computers. Two years old is like dinosaur. I have to get a new one almost every two years because I'm so hard on them. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm going to offer up the, the one that uh, I can't find it. It's in there somewhere. It says the first hour of each day, do what you feel like doing. That's the one that I would say would be a great one for you to try. Yes. So it doesn't have to be the same every day. Maybe you want to walk. Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to sit on the porch. Maybe you want to doodle. Maybe you want to get all the things that you're saying, oh, I need to do all these things and just put them on a piece of paper so they're out of your brain. It's mm -hmm. a small version of that morning, morning pages, just a dump. And let me know how that feels. Okay. I usually keep the things that I feel like doing for when I've done all the useful stuff. Wow. Think about it. I want you to visualize it. Use your, like you said it, use the cup one. This first hour, I get to fill up my cup for the day because when I'm doing all these things that my cup is going down, so it needs to start full. Yeah. What about you, Rachel, what do you think? So, I'm not a morning person, so I try not, I don't really do much for myself in the morning besides making sure that I have time to drink my coffee sitting down. <laughs> That's a great uh, one. But my baby. But do you sit there feeling guilty about drinking your coffee or are you good with it? I'm good with it now. Before I tried to like be doing stuff as well, but now it's like the kids know it's mommy's coffee time. And I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just like sitting on the couch, drinking my coffee, looking out the window or 
watching them run around the living room and I'm not doing anything besides drinking my coffee. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, so you do that religiously every single day. Yes. Yes. Could we, since that is already a habit, could we add something on top of that? In the morning? Mm-hmm. We could try. I, I save a lot of like my me time for when from three to five every day, my babysitter comes mm-hmm. and that's either work or me time, but I should, I'm bad about managing that time. <laughs> we need to talk about some calendar stuff, but let's do that <laughs> later. And like I said, throughout the day, we still like, it's yes, I'm saying it's first thing but that doesn't mean it's only the first thing. So yeah. when you say, I try to save my me time for three to five, great. And let's start even a little bit earlier. It doesn't have to be, again, something that's super time consuming. Like we were talking about working out or doing morning pages or things that take an hour, hour and a half to do. Yeah. What's a five minute thing you could do? I used to love putting on, I'm, I have Peloton and I like, I have the app and I love just doing like the five minute stretch or the five minute meditation. Um, first thing when I got up, as opposed to like scrolling on my phone through email. And I felt really good when I was doing that, but I haven't been doing it recently. Can we bring it back? I I would love to bring it back. Coffee and five minute meditation or what was the other yoga stretch it was just like they have a bunch of different five minute things that I found really nice before phone I don't I'm not a I'm not great at this one but I find when I do it it's so much better but before checking phone doing the five minute stretch yes yeah I have in the past tried to make the first hour of my day, no phone. And it's great. It's glorious. And it's totally addictive. And I fell off the bandwagon. Need to get back to that. Let's add that. No phone, one hour. (laughs) These notes are going to hard somewhere. Well, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm just writing that down. I'm telling you no phone until five minutes. Stretch. Oh, right, right, right. That's good. Plus coffee, maybe even after coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, but that coffee is all of a sudden, not even really any longer, but to me feeling much more like what's, the goal that I wrote down, one of the goals I wrote down for myself not too long ago was exquisite self-care. Ooh. That feels more like exquisite self-care. Leaving the phone off for a while, doing my stretch, drinking my coffee, kids not to leave me alone. That feels, ooh, I like that. Having my face routine in the morning was also another one that I used to really love. And that only takes like three minutes, but it made all the difference for me that before I came downstairs and went into the chaos with the kids. Yeah. I would <laughs> write that one down because you're more than welcome to try to do the three or four things that we've just listed. 
But I find when you try to start too many things, it's harder to make them a habit. Yeah. For me, that's for me. I've also been reading, uh, have you guys read Atomic Habits? I'm rereading it. I have it in digital, hard copy, and audible. (laughs) It's good. Um, But he talks about habit stacking, meaning like, without getting too into it, there's a cue, the cue being, let's say I woke up. So first thing I do then becomes a five minute stretch. So wake up five minute stretch. And then when I do five minute stretch, that's the cue for clean face. And then when I clean face, that becomes the cue for coffee on the couch. So it is possible to have it set. And he seems to be a really big fan of it. But for me, what works best is I need to implement and practice one thing over and over for an extended amount of time before I add in another thing or I don't stick with it. So take that for what it's worth. Um, We talked about starting a day. We talked about refills. And then the third practice that I'm gonna talk about today. Look, we're only an hour in, we're doing so good. Um, The third practice is mandatory detox. That one's really hard. Mandatory what, sorry? Days off. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. I see everyone go, oh. Okay, so the benefits. of mandatory days off. When I say mandatory days off, I don't mean, well, I'm not actually gonna work today, but I'm gonna sneak in my office and just write a couple of emails to respond and then I'll take the rest of the day off. What I mean is like not allowed to do any work. I'm not gonna force this habit on you yet. I'm gonna tell you it's gorgeous and beautiful and everyone should do it. But I just wanted to soak in for, for today. That is my goal. Why would you do that? Why? Why would you do that to yourself? Because there's so many things on that freaking to-do list. And there's not enough time to do it anyway. And now you're telling me to take days off. You're crazy. I know. I know I am. But those become savings account days. Those become energy in, inspiration out. That gives you more for the rest of the week. And you're addicted to working. So when you tell yourself, I can't, guess how much more you want to do it when your mandatory day off is no longer, when it's Monday again, let's say. And you had mandatory day off Saturday and Sunday, you weren't allowed to work. And now you've got all this energy and all these ideas that maybe you wrote down so you didn't lose them. And Monday starts and you're like, time to work. And you're excited (laughs) to do it. And you get to work. You get to do all these fun things that you thought of. They're going to fill your cup. They're going to make you that are people are going to respond to so much more. I can't think of words today. Like I was going to say advently. That's not a word adamantly I don't know what am I trying to say it doesn't matter 
But when you have that excitement, that energy, that fuel, that inspiration, people are so much more attracted to you, which is part of them connecting to you, them connecting to your art, wanting a piece of whatever it is you're putting out versus, okay, I'm so day 500 and like you see what I'm saying I'm not going to make you do it I'm going to encourage you even if it's just one day a week you can pick I usually do Fridays I don't do a total mandatory day off but I'll do like a mandatory after lunch time off but Sundays are usually my day. And then I wake up and I say, what do I feel like doing? And I get to do whatever I feel like doing that day. And sometimes that's cleaning the house. And sometimes that's last Sunday, I organized my garden shed. It was good. It felt great. Um, Someday, I like to garden. So it's usually centered somewhere around gardening or going somewhere with the kids. That tends to be the things that I pick. Or sometimes cleaning the house because I don't clean the house the rest of the week. So it um, piles up. Sometimes that's what I want to do. I want to reset for my week or I want to plan out my meals so that I feel nourished throughout the rest of the week and that's easy to do. There's lots of things. So my question for you is, is this something that you feel like you would like to try? Or is it like, no way, Jose, I can't do that. It's okay. You can say, I don't want to do that. That's fine. So I take most of the weekend off because um, my husband's home and we usually try to do something together. We're working on the property or something. Um, but I do still like check email and messages. Um, same, I think on my town, I usually do a town trip on like Wednesday. Um, and I generally don't do much for work on that day but I'll answer messages but I guess my question is if you are going to completely take a day off do you have like an automatic reply that goes out if someone emails you or anything like that you just leave it I mean you get to do you but you ask yeah I I try to not train people that I will respond immediately because then it is expected and when you don't you're like absent not showing up like this whole like negative vibe about it um right but like if I'm on my phone and someone is talking to me I'm gonna respond back right then but if I see I have five messages but I'm busy I'm not going to drop what I'm doing to go respond to those messages I'm going to do it when I get back to a place that feels right to be doing that and so I don't have a problem with 24 hours 48 hours that's just okay okay um 
Yeah. I don't, I don't have anything else to add to that. I just, I'm, I'm fine with, oh, the, the one thing that I have learned that someone told me that stuck that felt really good was instead of saying, sorry, I haven't gotten back to you yet, or sorry, it took me so long to respond saying, thanks for your patience. I was blah, blah, blah. Or not even, you don't even have to tell them what you're doing, but thanks for waiting. I'm, I'm back, blah, 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 answer the thing. Okay. Yeah. That's good. It just, it takes it from more of a, I did something wrong to, how's it out? Right. Okay. Yeah. Natalie, I feel like you are saying, nope, can't do it. Well, I'm, I'm. I'm having a fight in my head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have two days a week. I have art school. Mm -hmm. And that's very energy demanding, or I don't know how to say it. So I don't work those two days. And I feel like adding even more days off. Well, they don't feel like days off, but I feel like I'm not working, so I have to make up for it the rest of the week. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I do. I never told you guys my my answer why we put it why we put ourselves last on the to do list. My answer has always been to prove myself. So if I want something or I've told someone that I'm going to get something or this is what I want and I'm going for it I feel like I can't stop working until I've proven that I can will have etc which I feel like is almost what you were saying like I want to have this art business well it's not really to prove yourself it's more of like a It won't work if I don't. But who made the rules of how much you have to work in order for it to work? Who made those rules? No one, but I always feel like I'm not working enough because I, because of my health issues, I have very little energy. So it's already a concession that I'm working so little. What if, just what if, you have so little energy because you're always working? And I know there's more to it than that. There's like some deeper rooted health aspects that affect that. But what if you almost have have it worse than everyone else in that you need to fill your cup more yeah yeah Yeah, and so you're actually doing the opposite exactly yeah and so you're always going to feel drained behind Mm -hmm. not doing enough because you don't have the energy (sighs) yeah I'm going to try the days off. I'm, I'm willing to try anything. Can, so. we, can we try, can we start small? Mm-hmm. Because I know, like you said, you've got that internal fight going on in your head and it's not going to go away until you can see that it helps you. 
So what if we started with a morning or afternoon? So like the first part of the day or the second part of the day, choose one day, okay. morning or a.m. or p.m. where you are not allowed to work. And that's just like a, I don't know, with sleep in there, that's not more than eight hours, six hours probably. Okay. So what day and a.m. or p.m. would you like to do? And then I want you to go like mark it in your calendar. I think Saturdays because I'm exhausted from Thursday and Fridays art school. Yeah, that sounds good. So morning um, or evening? The afternoon, I think, because that's when I work most. Okay. I feel like I really need, it, need to work entire afternoon. So I think I'll do that one. Okay, good. Hmm. And I would like if it got to the point a month or two down the road where it was the whole Saturday. Okay. And then maybe even three or four months down the road, maybe it's even Saturday and Sunday. We'll see. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. And I'm, okay. that's why I'm saying like months down the road because I okay. want you to adjust, like putting your, your foot in the water when you go in the ocean. It is so cold. And then it's like, okay, that's not so bad. And you can take yeah. one more step. And then you're like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. It's like, that's what we're trying to do with you. Yeah. Okay. And by whenever you're up to your knees and you're like, this feels pretty good. Yeah. I'm using this analogy for a reason. I just did it. <laughs> Okay, how we feel? Do we feel like we have some practical, usable strategies to get more energy and more inspiration? Does it feel doable? Do you think you can do it? This is all simple stuff, but it's about the prioritizing and choosing over and over to do it. That's the hard part. Mm -hmm. Rachel, what do you want to say? Oh, no. I, I was just going to say it feels doable. Good. That doesn't mean that it's going to be easy to do. No. Shall we give ourselves a reward? Shall we like set a, if I do this for... 30 days in a row or something like that, I get something. What would be something that you would want? I would really like to have a Spotify premium thing. Because mm. I, have, I have the free version with all the ads. And they yeah, annoy the ads me. are annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but I've what is it, like eight bucks a month or something? I think yeah. so, yeah. Which, it's one of those things that's like so hard to press subscribe. And it's one of those things that's also going to give you so much joy and not really cost you much at all. 
Yeah, I mean, that's it. a I perfect reward. But you don't get it until you oh. have taken four Saturday afternoons off. Yeah. I'm going to put that in my calendar. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. Mark it for the fourth Sunday from now, circle it and say Spotify. Yeah. Then you're working for something, which gives you that extra little boost of motivation to do it. Yeah. One thing that I've done in the past is I wanted to have more sales calls. So every time I had a sales call, I got $5 to my plant account. Ooh. To your what account? Plants? Plants. I like to buy things that are alive. <laughs> or used to be alive. Rocks, oils, plants, books. These are the things I spend my money on. Um, Rachel, you got any rewards in mind? Thoughts? Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of different art books that I... What's the one you want the most? What's that? What's the one you want the most? What's the one you've been eyeballing going, oh, I can't spend that, but I want it. Um, I have a wish list on my Amazon that I just have it. <laughs> Excuse me. Where is it? I don't know where they went. Oh, I, I send know. into the wrong Amazon account. What? No, I just, there's, I, there's this like contemporary watercolor book that I've been putting off getting, not putting off. I'm just like, I don't need it yet. It's like, it's right. just like an extra, but you want it. And it's been in that list for yeah. a while now. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yes. And the Joan Mitchell book. Okay, so yours is how many days do you think you should do your practice to reward, to be worth the reward? Definitely a month. I was going to say 30 days, but I wasn't sure if that was going to push it too hard. Yeah. 30 days consecutively. That's something I like to add in. Because if it's just 30 days, you're like, I'll do it when I, I can't do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. I told my daughter, and I greatly regret this. I told my daughter if she kept her room clean 30 days in a row, she could have my office for her bedroom. She can what? <laughs> have my office as her bedroom. She shares with her little brother right now. Then where would your office go? Working on that one. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's why I greatly regret saying it. But did she reach the school? Motivating. I may have sabotaged her a little bit. Oh no. <laughs> I forgot to stop. I stopped reminding her to do it. So no, she got close. But I'm gonna hold up my end. I bought a couple pieces of furniture that I think I think I know what I'm gonna do. It's not as great as this office, so great office. <laughs> but we recently redid our basement. Nice. So when that happened, I was like, you know what? We have enough space. 
she deserves a room. She's a good girl. So then I said it before I could back out. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to call you. Let's go with Lexi this time. Um, <laughs> what do you think yours is going to be? I should exercise more. Um, that's something that I get a lot of benefit from, said, but it's something I, I don't should. take. Do you want I want to. to. Okay. Yeah, I feel better when I do, but I never take the time to do it. Um, but I like the idea of even, just, even if it's just five minutes, that that would be enough because in my mind I used to be into weightlifting so exercising is like an hour two hour long really intense session but that's not practical <laughs> um, not if you do it morning so just, yeah <laughs> so, so what if I can of- add like I don't know just stretching or going for a walk if it's nice out anything yeah and you can totally change it, but let's have like one core that is like the default because when we have to make decisions, we're mo- less likely to actually do it. So let's right. say, let's pick one. So let's, let's say yoga then because our weather's changing and we won't be able to go outside here soon. So that one I can do like, no matter what. Yeah. So if I said, okay, go do five minutes of yoga, would you go? Right now, yes, I have to find a video or something that I have cued that I would know what to do. So your habit is almost, before you go to bed, find that five-minute video and cue it up. That's a good idea. Okay. Because if you have to find it in the morning, it probably ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah. So if you... What's your reward going to be? Um, I've been eyeing up um, some small macrame wall hangings on Etsy. I, I don't know why I also love macrame. <laughs> I do too. Like what happened? I don't have any, but I really want some. <laughs> Maybe it's from watching your videos and seeing yours in the background. <laughs> oh, you mean this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh so this artist that I am now friends with but was just following she started making these kinds of things for her masters something something and this one was about how connections in business are powerful and I was like because I already I clicked the picture because I loved it and then I'm like wait what (laughs) <laughs> that that's what that's <laughs> about I must have that <laughs> give it to me and she gave that's it to awesome. me way cheaper than she should have but it's it's like my staple business reminder in a piece of art cool so macrame mm-hmm. I want you to start well not start because you're already doing it but go on Etsy and scroll and find all the ones you love and just put them all in your okay. cart. And then okay. you can like, <laughs> through, by the end of a month, maybe pare down to 
that I think that's the one I want or that one, maybe this one. And that'll okay. give you that continued motivation to go toward it. Does a month sound good okay. to you? Yeah, I think that'd be good. Okay, so if you put a yoga video, if you queue up a yoga video at mm-hmm. night before you go to bed, that counts as your habit check mark. So 30, 30 okay. consecutive check marks, you get the macrame of choice. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. <laughs> That's exciting. You guys pick some good stuff. Now I'm like, what habit can I do so I can buy something? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the thing I really want is, I, I think I've mentioned before that I'm only container gardening on my porch at the moment because I don't have a garden since we moved houses last year. So I really want this raised bed that I found and I want lots of them, but first I want one. So that's the thing I really want and it's pricey and I'm going to have to figure out what is worth getting that. Okay. So that's going on my to-do list. (laughs) Figure out my habit for raised bed. Cause I just keep thinking about it. I want that raised bed. I want that raised bed. Okay. So we're all going to do a habit for a month, which is going to give us more in terms of feel goods, in terms of energy, in terms of inspiration, in terms of life uh, betterment, knowing that we're actually doing things. Yes. Okay. I'm really excited about this. Thanks for doing this workshop with me. Does anybody have any questions or thoughts? Nope. Can I ask what was your big biggest takeaway of the workshop? Just out of curiosity. Um, For me, I guess reinforcing the importance of some kind of energetic refill and I really love the idea of doing that again midway through the day because I've started doing it in the mornings and it's been good. But then as the day goes on and things get hectic and overwhelming. And right. Yeah. So it'd be kind of cool to do it again in the afternoon, some mini version of it. It's only five minutes and you already got it queued up. So why not? Yeah. And I'll reinforce that when it starts feeling really busy and hectic, that's actually the time you need to do it to kind of reset in order to get done what you need to get done. Because then you can almost pull yourself out of the, oh, I need to do this and this and this and this and this and this. And it's like that reset. Then you can see more clearly, oh, I don't actually have to do all those things. I just really need to get that one done. And if I have more time, then I'll do the next thing. And it's really good like that. Anybody else have anything that stood out? I just needed, sorry, I need to go. My little one okay. is up. Um, but right. thank you for everything today. Yeah. Good timing. You're welcome. Anything for you, Natalie? Yeah, I'm looking forward to one cleaning up my studio tomorrow, but starting my days completely differently by doing what I want to do. 
It's going to be, I can feel it. It's going to be good. I can feel it coming off of you already. It's already filling you up and all you're doing is anticipating it. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing about the that book that I was telling you, Atomic Habits, one of the things he talks about is how anticipation is even a stronger reward than the actual reward after you do the habit and it helps reinforce it. So that anticipation is a good thing. And I highly recommend the book if anybody needs the audible listen. That's good. good. All right, 11.25, we're gonna end five minutes early. That sounds good to me. That gives you five minutes to go find a video and do a yoga stretch. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jessica. Bye. Bye. Bye.